Hello and welcome to another 12 Stone Spirituality Podcast. My name is Stephen Ingram and I am so glad uh, that you're with me today. Uh, I am uh, uh, just coming back from, from another, uh, another consulting trip. I've uh, been on the road, uh, literally on the road, uh, till late last night and uh, uh, glad to be home, glad to be in my house, uh, glad to be on here uh, talking with you all and, and spending some time uh, doing the podcast. So uh, here, here lately, uh, I've been thinking a lot about uh, sort of our place in the world, sort of our place as people of faith uh, in a in a world uh, and in a country that's changing, uh, in a place that feels uh, turbulent, uh, in a place that feels unsettled, uh, and, and in a place that feels scary. Uh, for, for so many folks I talk to, right now is just a, a very scary time. Uh, there's this sense of, uh, this sense of upheaval. Uh, I think for a lot of folks, uh, there is this sense that uh, so much of what so many of us have hoped for uh, have worked for the progress that we've seen uh, over the past eight years, um, just in terms of public policy, uh, in terms of a, a lot of the temperament of the way um, uh, our country uh, was moving, uh, rights were being given to people who uh, who had gone without them for so long. Uh, LGBTQ rights, marriage rights, um, rights to health care, um, unbelievable amounts of good uh, has been done for so, in, in so many of our opinions. Okay, so I know that not everyone agrees with that, but, but from the place I sit, so much uh, good had been done uh, from the public policy realm. And it felt like we were going in in this beautiful, good, exciting direction. Uh, and now, uh, so much of what we have hoped for, so much of what we have worked for, uh, looks like it's just being dismantled right in front of our eyes. Uh, I was just listening the other day where now uh, Sonny Perdue, who used to be the governor of... Uh, of Georgia. Uh, actually, was the governor of Georgia when I lived there. Uh, he is uh, now he's on uh, President Trump's cabinet, and they are beginning the dismantling process of Michelle Obama's school lunch plan. And if you're not familiar with that, uh, uh, she uh, realized, um, rightfully so, that uh, our kids need better quality food. Um, not just better in taste, but better in its quality, uh, lower sodium, lower fat, uh, more greens, more vegetables, more fruit, uh, all the things that we know uh, it takes to uh, uh, have a child be healthy, uh, all the things that we know um, go into uh, helping children learn better. I mean, it's, it's a full body experience. Learning is not just something that's done with the mind. Uh, you, you have to have healthy food, uh, you have to uh, have nourishment and the right uh, nutrients and vitamins and minerals and all the good things that you need. Uh, and so she worked and, and, and really did uh, move the ball down the field significantly 
uh, with her school lunch plan. And now that plan's being undercut uh, little bits at a time. We're uh, going back to allowing more sodium, uh, you know, allowing more fat, uh, and just doing some things that are, are really just, they, they just don't make sense other than the fact that it just feels like the current administration wants to take any vestige that's left of what um, the Obama administration did uh, and to take it apart, to dismantle it. Whether it makes sense or not, uh, there's just this desire to take this apart. And for so many of us, uh, that feels scary. Uh, it it feels like the sky is on fire. Uh, it feels like uh, the, the, the world that, that's been worked towards and for uh, is beginning to fall apart. <clears throat> now, you can look at the rest of the world and you can see the same sort of thing. You see nationalism on the rise uh, all, over the, all over the world. You see terrorism on the rise all over the world. Uh, you see uh, great countries making poor decisions. Um, you see uh, humanity um, making poor decisions. Uh, you feel this kind of selfishness um, starting to bubble up. You, you feel that uh, we, we've moved past uh, a time of trying to find good solutions to hard problems, trying to find peaceful ways of, of, of being together, of coexisting, and moving towards uh, anger and nationalism and isolationism. Uh, is isolationism more maybe being isolationist? Uh, but we're moving away uh, from the things that, that so many of us value and so many of us thought uh, would be the new way. Uh, and, and here's the problem. Everything I just said uh, has to do with us, uh, people of faith, who have found uh, over the past eight years a leader that, that, not perfect by any means, but found a leader who uh, we felt good about, uh, found a leader who was uh, leading in beautiful, good ways that were full of integrity, uh, that were justice-oriented, uh, that... Uh, <laughs> that spoke in complete sentences. <laughs> there was this hope. There was this hope that we found in, in this leader. Uh, and, and the problem with that, the problem with that is that we got comfortable with the empire. We got comfortable with the empire. I had a conversation with a, a new friend the other day, and, and we were talking about this, and, and he challenged me. He said, he says, Stephen, do you think the empire ended on January 20th, 2009? Do you think the empire ended on that day? Do you think all of a sudden all the things that, uh, that, that you and, and we were upset about what America was doing, do you think that that just ended and all of a sudden we weren't an empire anymore? And do you think all of a sudden we turned back into an empire on January 20th, 2017? And that, that really pushed me. I was, I mean, I'm grateful uh, that, that he asked that because essentially what he was asking is, look, do you think the empire changed just because Barack Obama was elected? 
and I, and I engaged with him. I said, you know that I haven't thought about it like that before, um, because there was so much hope. Uh, there was so much that uh, I personally agreed with. Now there was a lot that I didn't agree with, but there was so much that I did, uh, and and I kind of I kind of got lulled uh, into uh, this this place of uh, being friendly with the empire. <clears throat> now, uh, friendly for good reasons because there were many of the same agendas. Uh, many of the same beliefs. We were we were working towards the same things uh, about equality and justice and um, uh, doing good in the world uh, and doing it with integrity. By the way, here's the difference: the empire was still there. It just came under a benevolent leader. The empire did not go away. It was just being led by a good and benevolent leader, but it was still the empire. And the reason why we know that is because the empire became restless. It was good for a while, and then the empire began to show its teeth again. The empire, the empire started to want more, to become greedy, to, to start to infight. The whole reason why we have the person we have in office is because the empire desires power. It desires blood. The empire desires war. The empire desires chaos. And the empire desires control. Donald Trump is a reaction to a good benevolent leader who led the empire in a way that was very anti-empire. Now, here's, here's the deal. <clears throat> here's where this changes. Here's where my mind was changed and I was challenged. Christians have been at their best when they've had to be in opposition to the empire. We have found our most beautiful moments, not when we get to partner with the empire, but when we find ourselves in opposition to the empire. Because there's a certain purging that goes on there's a certain purification of the will and the means of the people of faith when we uh, are in opposition to the empire. You see, when we are partners with the empire, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, by the way, because when we can move forward together, when we can get health care uh, for all of the people in our country, we should do that, and we should uh, find goodness there, but we can't. We cannot, and I think we did, and I, I, and I did, we can't become comfortable with the empire. We can't get too comfortable. Uh, even, when it's, even when it's being led in beautiful ways, because as we saw, all it takes is one day in November for it all to change. And then what do we do? What's our identity? What have we done? 
You see, when we're in opposition to the empire, that's where we find our best self. Not just for the sake of opposition, but because we we are a part of a different kingdom. We are a part of a different system. We have a purging that happens to us when we are not a part of the empire. There's a purification that happens to us when we are not a part of the empire. We do not do as well when the sky is blue and the birds are chirping. We are a faith that was birthed in spite of the empire. And we are at our best when we stand in stark contrast to the doctrine of power. We are at our best when we stand in stark contrast to the doctrine of the empire, which is power, which is greed, which says, I earned mine, you have to earn yours. The message of Jesus is a very different message. The message of Jesus is not a message of protectionism. It's not a message of storing up wealth and greed. The message of Jesus is not one that ever condones violence, that ever goes into war, that ever preemptively strikes, that ever, ever justifies oppression and occupation. In fact, it's the voice, it's the lone voice that stands in opposition to all those things. And here's the thing, by the, nat- <clears throat> by the very nature of empire, it will oppress, it will find greed, it will uh, take from those who have little and give to those who have more. That is the nature of empire. It will oppress, it will exploit, it will divide. That is the nature of empire. Now, there are going to be leaders who rise up in empires who will lead in different ways, who will push us to our better selves. But the nature of the empire always leads it back to greed, to power, to oppression. Because you can't be an empire and not oppress. It's in the very nature of the empire. It's in the nature of power. So we, our faith, was birthed in spite of an empire. The sky is on fire and the world is ours. The text that we put so much of our faith in, the text where we read the stories of Jesus, of the Jewish people, of the first church and the disciples, that text is a text that speaks truth to power. This is a time that we have language for. This is a time that we have theology for. We know, as people of faith, we know 
how to stand and how to call powers bluff. Because that is the context in which our faith was born. The very context in which Jesus was born into was an empire. It was a Roman occupation. He was born into a context that was violent, that was oppressive, that was occupational. He was born into a context and he stood in stark contrast to it. When you read the Sermon on the Mount, everything in that text, everything is a radical, <clears throat> is a radical push against power, is a radical push against normative systems. It is a radical push against greed and oppression and occupation. It's a radical push against hierarchy and patriarchy. It is a radical push against the oppressor. Our faith was born in that context. And the Bible was written in those contexts. So we, as people of faith, we have a language with which to stand against empire. We have a theology for which to stand against empire. We have stories and inspiration. We have instruction on how to stand against empire. It's the context in which Judaism was born. Judaism was born in occupation. It was born in slavery. They were strangers in a foreign land. They were strangers in a foreign land underneath a great empire. They were slaves to the dollar. They were slaves to productivity. They were slaves to the empire. They literally, as, as Walter Brueggemann talks about in Sabbath as Resistance, their worth was based on what they produced. You are only worth what you produced. And if you don't feel that way right now, then I hope you will wake up. I hope you will take a step back and look at your situation. Because so much of our value is based on what we produce. We were brought up, we were raised with that lens that we are what we make. That is the context in which Judaism was born, under the empire, under power, uh, under uh, this production-based society. They were born, the very first thing that made them different, the thing that made them a separate people, was that they stood in stark contrast to the ways and the means of that power, of that empire. The whole point that they were known as a people of Sabbath, the whole point that made Yahweh a different God than the others is that, is that Yahweh rested on the seventh and that Yahweh calls the people 
to rest on the seventh. If you, if you rest, that means you are not productive. That means you are not producing. And when the gospel of the empire is production, when the gospel of the empire tells you that your worth is based on what you do, then the most antithetical response is to lie down, is to rest, is to take Sabbath, Shabbat. It's to stop producing. So the very core of Judaism, the very core of the grandfather faith of modern Christianity, the faith that Jesus lived, the very core, the founding principle was an anti-empirical principle. It stood in stark contrast to power, to enslavement, to greed and production. When we read the Bible, we have to read it and understand that the Bible is written under the rule of empire. Our faith fathers and mothers, most of them, spoke truth to power. Now, here's the thing. If you go back and look, if you go back and look at the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, uh, the, the, the times when people messed up, the times when Judaism found itself uh, messing up and being rebuked and being called out by Yahweh, was when it became powerful. Remember that I, I would say the first sin uh, of Judaism uh, was when they said we want, when they said we want a mortal king, we need someone to lead us, and God said I will lead you, and they said we need a mortal king, we need someone we can touch and feel and see, we need something tactile. We need something that looks like the empire. The first sin of Judaism was when they took a step towards the direction of empire. And you see, if you read the prophets, uh, if you read um, uh, Judges, you will see over and over and over and over again this cycle where uh, the, the Jewish people would mess up. They would, they would start to step in the direction of empire. Now, a lot of times you'll hear it preached as they started to step towards sin. They started to forget their God. Yeah, that's right. But it was because they were stepping towards empire and away from faith. And you see this cycle that happens uh, in, in the uh, uh, Old Testament in the Hebrew Bible, where they would step towards empire and away from Yahweh. Uh, and then a prophet or a judge would call them back. And then they would step back, and so, or, or they wouldn't step back, and some calamity would happen. Uh, then they would be called back. They would come back into the way and remember that the way of empire is not the way of Yahweh. And so they would step back into uh, the way of faith, uh, and, and all would turn they, they would find their identity 
again. And then they would forget. The whole story of the people of of Israel is a story of forgetting and remembering and remembering and forgetting. And then they would step back and and remember because the way God would introduce God's self, the way Yahweh would introduce God's self over and over and over again is, remember, I'm the one who brought you out of Egypt. Remember, I brought you out of empire. Remember, I'm the one who delivered you from slavery. It's a story of remembering and forgetting and forgetting and remembering. When Judaism found itself messing up is when it began to assume the role of empire, when it began to build a kingdom, when it began to build walls, when it stopped being a sojourner. When it, start to, when it started to amass possession and wealth, that's when it started to step away from Yahweh and towards empire. And that is when things went bad. Christianity does the exact same thing. When you have people like uh, Franklin Graham, uh, when you have people... Uh, like uh, Falwell, when you have people like um, Jim Baker who are uh, standing uh, in their studios, standing from their pulpits and their podiums, espousing how uh, God uh, delivered us uh, into the hands of Donald Trump and how Donald Trump is the anointed It's because we have stepped towards empire. Not a benevolent empire, but an empire that wields power and oppression. We've gotten very comfortable with a very nasty empire. So when the sky is on fire... It's not time to run and hide. It's not time to panic or be fearful. But it's rather a time to lean heavily on our tradition. I would say the words of Jesus, the words of the prophets, are more powerful in these times than when we feel like things are going our way. They give us a script They give us a language. They give us action and theology and inspiration for our place in relation to empire. Because that is the context in which the Bible was written. So the sky's on fire, but the world is ours. There's an empire that's growing We just happen to have a script, a way that speaks truth to power. It is who we are at our core. It is what we are called to be. I want to encourage you to go back into your text, go back into your sacred text, and go back into your Bible, go into the Gospels. Uh, go into the Old Testament, to the Hebrew Bible, go back into those places and reread 
reread it through that lens. It will change how you read the entire Bible. It will change how you see your faith. When you go back and you read the Sermon on the Mount as an anti-empirical sermon, when you understand that each component in it uh, is a jab at the empire, is is standing in stark contrast to Caesar and to Rome, that is when you find a faith that's relevant. I hear so many times people say, ah, just, you know, we gotta, we got to make the faith relevant. Oh, the faith is relevant. We just have to see it. So the sky, my friends, the sky is on fire and the world is ours. Go and do good today.